Welcome, everyone, to the Movie Machine Podcast presented by Hot Chocolate Media. I'm your moderator today, Kyle Decker, and I'm joined by three media luminaries who are going to pitch a movie to you based on a random prompt from the internet. We're joined by our writer, Heather Rand McKay, who is the Mr. Mime body coach on Detective Pikachu. Our director, Jacob Gulliver, who was the box office cheerleader for Laika's Missing Link. It was a very sad job. I cheered so hard. <laughs> and David Rand McKay, our producer, who was Mysterio's dome polisher on Spider-Man Far From Home. So thank you all for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. So our prompt today, starting with our writer, it's an epic mystery. Our main character is an energetic psychologist, and the major event of the story is betrayal. Okay. My vision when I set out to write this movie, I actually wrote the lead with Joseph Gordon-Levitt in mind. And the mystery part of it is going to be that he's trying to find out who killed this woman whose body he found in his backyard. And I mean, skeleton. It was a long time ago. So he's he's going through like a microfiche. Most of the movie is, is set in a library and it's mostly him flipping through microfiche. And the librarian is going to be played by... Kristen Stewart, who has the kind of like surly energy that I think fits in a library. And it's going to kind of start with like a gritty, I mean, there's like a woman's body in his backyard. So he's got a lot of spirit and a lot of gumption. And so he's like very positive while he's trying to solve this grisly murder. And Kristen Stewart comes in and in my first draft of the script here, she kind of just like wears him down over the course of two and a half hours. And the movie's climax is him finally packing up and putting away the last of his positivity. And he starts to kind of like take out this negative energy on his patients. And then we find out that one of his patients that he is a psychologist for has this event in their past that they really are regretful of and they want to tell him and they kind of keep leading up to it. And under HIPAA, this person admits to committing the murder he can't tell who it was. And so the end of the movie is him trying to find a way to get this person convicted of this murder without using any of the information that he got from the session. And at the end, despite no romantic buildup at all, he and Kristen Stewart share a passionate kiss among the slides of the microfiche. And then the movie ends to be continued. Okay. And what's the title for this? microbrewery okay. fish. It's, it's a working title. All right, so... Brewery uh, is in parentheses. So, <laughs> Jacob, you get... A courier comes to your door and uh, gives you a microfish container and on it there's a note... And there's also a dream journal with it, with like all this like lovely language about Kristen Stewart and Joseph Gordon-Levitt saying, you know, like these two were in my dream and I want to make it in a movie. Like after you find a microfish reader at the library, it's got a working title called Microfish Brewery, something like that. (laughs) But it also says in there written in pencil underneath it, a working title. (laughs) 
So, but you're in good shape. You know, you got a story. It's it's kind of a research heavy psycho thriller romance. You, you digging it? You feeling good? There's parts of this that I love, and parts of this that I'm astonishingly confused about. But that's okay. <laughs> well, we'll work it through. We'll work through it all together. So it'll it'll all be fine. I love the idea that they're in this library. There's part of me that just like I wish that they were like trapped in the library for some reason, like almost bottled up there because then that adds like another level of tension to it. And to that effect, I'm thinking like maybe we have the inciting event is the discovery of the body. And I think that happens when there's an earthquake. And so he sees the dead body and the character instantly knows that this is a body of somebody because of the way it's been murdered. Maybe there's like a specific wound or something on it. Like, I know what this is. But the earthquake is happening, so he goes down the block to the most fortified building, which is the library, to try and wait out this series of earthquakes. I think we put it in California or somewhere that has like a lot of earthquakes. And then, so he's going through and trying to like find other research to do this. That's really interesting and and cool. I think like we should start to get like hints of that murder and everything throughout the movie so I don't want it to all be like in order I think that like he shouldn't tell the Kristen Stewart character if, if that's who we end up getting I mean honestly I mean, you're the director they're you okay get to, cast to work with you want to cast <laughs> yeah JGL is a catch he really only does like character pieces or I guess G.I. Joe but <laughs> you know if we can get him that'd be fantastic I'll you know I'll, I'll certainly use him Kristen Stewart's okay she has a tendency to just kind of like look melancholy at all times but um i you know i can use that to my advantage if that's if that's what the the company wants and what the writer wants i think the librarian character should be slowly piecing together that he is trying to solve a murder rather than him telling her and he's increasingly becoming more manic because he's stressed about the earthquake maybe he has like some you know meds or something that got left at home or you know maybe he's you know having like a panic attack or something like that that could be really interesting and I think that at the end, he doesn't reveal the, you know, that there was a murder, but she does. So she kind of like figures it out and takes claim for that so they can get around that process, mm-hmm. which I think would be really interesting. Uh, I would love a different title for this, though. All right, producer, you've been given the treatment of like some some dailies have been shot with Kristen Stewart and, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and everything. And then also on the dailies written in crayon is just like the title's working deal with it you feeling good is this bad boy gonna make you rich oh i'm feeling so good i'm so good this is uh my 79th microfiche heavy film and so far we have not actually made any money but i am very hopeful but well honestly i get my salary from the microfiche council and so i get money either way uh we're, we're just trying to get young people into microfiche you know we want little kids we got those little tykes well our motto is give a micro a fiche and he fiches for a day but teach a micro how to fiche and he fishes for a lifetime. Uh, and by micro, we mean small people, uh, children. In the biz, we call them micros. Wait a minute, how come I got a micro fish kit? You don't think I'm a child, do you? You know, like I said, we're just trying to expand the brand because we're finding just people are getting less and less interested into micro fish, and it is an exciting thing. So in this movie, this is the first time we've had like a real big budget that wasn't just my salary. This time we got a salary that's going to our actors. Uh, and we're really hoping that this will just rejuvenate the brand. Microfishing. How much is the budget, by the way? 
The budget is $179 million, but all of that goes to, well, half of that is actors' salaries and the rest is my salary because we're just filming it all in the library. And honestly, Microchief is, uh, it's, it's a microfilm is just really cheap. So it's just like. Uh, you filming it? You're going to make them film it on Microfish? I didn't think it was a like moving picture medium. Oh, shoot. Is that what I've been doing wrong? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, you're the producer. I'm not going to tell you how to. Uh, so I've yet to actually watch any of the films that I've made. I'm just too busy making them, you know? I got to catch up on those, and well, maybe it's not turning out. Maybe it's all black and white. Maybe they're all negative. Well, I mean, I that, that's for your director to figure out. You got a title for this, by the way, because your director really asked you for a title. But you can leave it as is. That's fine, too. Well, you know, um, microfiche. That's all. That would be my title. <laughs> Something tells me none of us have pronounced that word right. But going back to our writer, you got some notes from the studio. You mm-hmm. got notes from the director. Your dream castings have been cast. You have a big budget, but none of it goes to production values. So how are you feeling? I'm feeling excellent. And we do have a title. It's Big Fish in a Small Pond. And in my writing process, we moved it from California. We moved it to a fictional town called Small Pond, Wyoming. And the earthquake quake is actually caused by the mega volcano in Yellowstone threatening to erupt. So there's sort of like an undercurrent of geothermal activity. There's like a ticking time bomb of this this mega volcano that's going to be erupting. And that's what's causing the earthquake that leads JGL and K-Stu into the library. So, so big fish in a small pond. I'm okay with the direction of uh, Jacob to um, have Kesu reveal the murderer at the end of it. And the passionate kiss over the microfiche was enthusiastically approved by the studio. And actually, the studio had suggested that they kiss through a microfiche. So almost like they're in a jail and they're on either side of the glass. They're separated by this microfiche, but also sort of like embracing the medium. And I'm thrilled with the budget that this has been given and so I'm really willing to sort of play up the previous undercurrent of minimal microfiche it's really more like macrofiche so back to Jacob your writer's really happy with the directions it's taking you got a title big fish in a small pond <laughs> you've been given a big budget but it's allocated in a strange way you in good shape you happy is your art coming along well, you know, I mean, I've been just so focused on this fascinating story and these moments between these two characters that I, you know, I really haven't been paying attention to a lot of the other details, and that's my bad. I was disappointed to learn that Kristen Stewart is going by Kestu. I had been workshopping that as a potential rap name for myself, and I guess that's just not happening now. But is that because you ate like a thousand bowls of actual stew? Right. Yeah. Is that so it adds okay. adds kilos? Yeah. To me. All right. So yeah, my my cinematographer has been begging me for days to like give him any. Anything, and I guess I better do that. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna shoot this like um, really stark. We're gonna use a lot of like fluorescent lighting, so it has this kind of like harsh look to it, like industrial sort of look. Mm. And then we're going to use, like, a lot of practical stuff for the effects. I mean, obviously, we can't do, like, Volcano, and I'm kind of leaning away from that. But, like, we, we built, like, an underground rig that we're going to use for the, the earthquake sections. And we've got some fake buildings that we've built that will will fall apart in this process. So we're not going to go too far into the CGI. We're just going to make it really dynamic and, and make it look really real. And that, I think, will be, will be pretty cool. And then because we're using fake materials, we'll have, you know, stuff made out of things that are actually softer, 
so we can put our actors in scenarios that look really dangerous but in reality are not because everything is you know balsa and like foam as opposed to rock and stuff and i think that will they'll really help add to the the tension in the piece I do think that the the building should be like slowly collapsing in and like I'm going to make the microfiche motif it's not going to be like, you know, everything on microfiche, but like flashbacks will be viewed in like a within frame microfiche. Mm. So like it'll be kind of like a, a zoomed out image of the microfiche running and we'll have kind of like a filmic effect on it. So uh, we'll, we'll have some of these flashback moments um, that will also be filmed on microfiche. And that way we can continue to reveal the elements of the story that our main character knew at the beginning, but we can flash back and kind of like cue in like, oh, the context of that is different now, now that we know this piece of information. So I think we'll do that. I think it'll be kind of a really interesting look for the film and it will be pretty nice. I still don't really like the title, but Ouch. you know, ultimately <laughs> if you want to sell it under that, you know, that's not really my jurisdiction. I mean, most of my projects I just call like something harvest because that's what Star Wars did and then the, you know, I, I don't care. Beyond that, my job is done. All right. Producer, you've got some shots, the the films coming together. The whole thing isn't filmed on microfiche, just like the flashbacks. There's a nice stylistic effect. And you've got a title. You feeling good? You know, I have mixed feelings. Um, I'm hearing a lot of like action and special effects, and I just want to make sure that we don't get away from the heart of the story of these two characters who are very much falling in love with microfiching. And so I think there needs to be, we need to have more of a focus. We need to get back to the heart of the, you know, getting microfiche from some dusty old shells and putting it, uh, thick pieces of plastic uh, into a little thing that you could zoom in and meticulously page down slightly looking for news articles and going too fast and then having to back up again and then like zooming in too much and too little and then like wondering like why is this technology still in use from 100 years ago i hate my life i why am i here why am i a producer well anyway that's i get a little too personal but uh, i want to make sure that we do hold to the actual theme plus uh, i will remind you that i'm actually paid by the microfiche council and so it doesn't matter how much money the movie might actually make as long as we oh i do like the idea though of them uh kissing with some microfiche anything we could do could microfiche involved and maybe if we could maybe sell the microfiche with famous people's just various bodily fluids that will uh, come about through these scenes I think that that could make us some extra money wait so are you talking about photo- photographing their bodily fluids and putting on microfiche or like somehow like dipping the microfiche into their fluids I just I want to make sure we're clear well from what I understood there was going to be a kissing scene with microfiche in between the main characters and so I assume there will be sell the ones used in the takes. It's yeah, like a lady and right. the tramp, but with yeah. a microfiche. Well, and I don't right. want to be but specific. You're selling a happy noodle. Yeah. In that parallel. When we sell them, I just want to use the term bodily fluids and just let the buyer beware kind of a thing or let the buyer just, you know, let their imagination run wild if if they'll pay a right. little Keeping bit more. Keeping it specifically vague. Keeping it specifically vague to famous people bodily fluids for money. I think that the microfiche council would not be too upset about that because it does involve microfiche. All right. That's really gotten away from us. All right. That's all right. So I'm going to put this into the movie machine. And uh, it, it sounds like scrolling through a microfiche machine or just like, I know the sound. I don't know if it exists anywhere. <laughs> or it just sounds like someone's sleeping because they're bored. 
So, surprise, critics hate this movie. Ah. Audiences are confused by this movie. And the ones who do see it typically sleep through it because it's frankly kind of boring. That being said, it does have, you have managed, you, you started a phenomenon. The National Fax Machine Association has made their own movie. The National Mimeograph Association has made their own movie. The National Rotary Telephone Association has made their own movie. Um, you've really kind of, and, and there is a kind of a cult following of hipsters who like old technology. They call themselves Nuevo Amish hipsters. They use technology, but they only use technology that that was at most top of the line in the early 1980s. So you've really kind of hit a nerve there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is most of those people mostly just photocopy their favorite screenshots from the movie via microfish because there's a microfish. If you spin it fast enough, you can watch the movie that way. And they just then pay the five cents a page at the library to print the, their favorite pages out. So the libraries do okay. The microfish council doesn't. But libraries do start Start ordering more microfish bulbs and machines because of that. So I'm guessing the microfish cancel is happy. So you now I have two minutes each, starting with our writer. Uh, you can accept this fate and social status of your film, or you can try and change it to salvage it from the fires of boredom. It's up to you. Starting with our writer Heather. So when I sold this script to this production house, I really did not anticipate making microfiche propaganda. I had envisioned it as more just like a device for uncovering parts of the plot. The plot being kind of important to me in this story, more so than the method of discovery of old information. So I'm gonna rewrite it. There's one scene with a microfiche and it's 30 seconds long. And it's it's that JGL is trying to use the microfiche to find some information on the body in his backyard. And the microfiche is actually broken. And then the earthquake hits and one of the big like dangling fluorescent light things actually falls onto the microfiche and it catches fire and they can't extinguish the fire. The library burns down. The microfiche unfortunately is lost. Everybody survives. It doesn't really slow down any other part of the movie, um, but then they just do all their searches online instead. Okay. Jacob, your your writer kind of has rebranded this to more of a microfish being the catalyst that starts the story to a more classic mystery adventure. Are you happy with that? Yeah, I think for the most part that's that's fine. You know, I thought doing something with earthquake and practical effects would be pretty cool, but then again, the rock movie San Andreas is super boring and that has just like effects porn for eight hours so uh i I guess i can see where some people might think it's boring um you know i'll I'll let the the performances do you know what they they can and you know i think that we we had some cool moments and some you know nice nice romance and some some nice practical effects um you know we got a lot of professional model makers and professional special effects guys that got a paycheck out of that so that's valuable to me i think that's great beyond that Good God, we still need another title, but I don't, you know, at this point, I don't know if it's happening. I have one in my head that I've been holding on. I'll wait for the things. <laughs> I just don't have anything there, but... The producer is despondent. Okay. <laughs> Ultimately, I think if we can, you know, if we can get our money from the microfiche stuff, that's fine. I'm working on a new movie for the the Council for Personal Checks, <laughs> um, so that's, that's going pretty well. It's kind of like a sleeper sequel to Blank Check from the 90s. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Oh, the McElroy brothers will be all over that one. Uh, producer, your 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 microfish heavy movie is is 
Microfish just exists in the movie. You okay with that? Oh, hey, guys. Hey, uh, you know, it's all fun and games to joke about such things like, you know, microfiche catching on fire, but it is, in fact, very flammable. Like, it's extremely flammable. Uh, you should not joke or play around with matches around microfiche. Have you guys not seen Inglorious Bastards and seen what, like, old film stock? It's very vulnerable to fire, you guys. And, well, I just... I think that there's a safety factor involved. I think we need to scale back the joking and <laughs> things like fire involving microfiche. And, you know, like, it, this needs to be a good story, right? Like, life's a beach, right? I mean, it's, not microfiche. A, it's not a joke. That's a scene in the movie. We're not, like, making fun of it. They're very sad when it happens. It's just too real. It is too too real. It is too soon. And it is, it is vulgar. It At is what vulgar. point are we allowed to joke about microfiche? When, when is it not too soon? There is never a point that it will not be too soon. When my personal check from the personal check movie clears. <laughs> all right. Did you want to change the title at all as well? Life's a beach microfiche. All right. <laughs> all right. So so uh, that's uh, I'm gonna put life's a beach microfiche into the movie machine, and literally just sad noises come out of the machine, mm. and and like still the phenomenon of of satire films about dead industries making movies it's their last gasp and it's the final nail in the coffin that kills all of those industries despite the effort of baby boomers to keep things like fax machines alive it, they just mm. that's the nail in the coffin so in a way you did a service to humanity until an actual apocalypse happens and we need people who know how to use that technology and we're just bones so you know there we have it I also you literally made a microfish movie with earthquakes and you did not call the film Fisher. <laughs> is that the title that you would come up with? That's the one I would have called called it. But okay. that's just me. I'm just Mega the moderator. Fischer. I have no artistic input today, and that's fine. Uh, David came up with one that is quite funny, so you know we'll give him that. The life's a beach microfiche. I, well, it's funny in like an ironic way that's, that it lacks all comedy. Is it like is there a colon in between, or is it is it like a question and then an answer? Or how? What's the punctuation? In I this just feel title? insulted that uh, "Big Fish in a Small Pond" was deemed the worst title ever, and then we're actually gonna just go with. We were trying to move on, pretend that you didn't make that micro one. That one is hilarious. Okay, hilarious. at least hers was a good pun. Thank you. So, but anyway, so that's where we have it. And as always, we end every episode with some words of wisdom from our patron saint, Jaden Smith. We, the ones on the rowboats with the water, we want no problems. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone. This has been the movie machine. Is you that because you ate like a thousand bowls of actual stew? Right. Yeah. Is that so it adds okay. adds kilos? Yeah. To me. All right. So, so fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um.